It was so weird, man. Like I, fe- I, fe- I, fe- I felt feral, you know, like just kind of like twitchy and <laughs> like, you know, like a prey uh, waiting for a predator or something. Aww. But uh, now, yeah, I mean, you know, life is starting to, you know, c- come back, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's all right. We'll always be here with a little bit of, what are you guys talking about? What are you guys talking about? All right, welcome everybody. Well, we are we are coming into another episode of What Are You Guys Talking About? And today, today we're going to be dealing with Falcon and Winter Soldier, which originally I wasn't really too excited about, to be honest, because mm-hmm. neither of those two Avenger characters were my favorites, even though I like the actors. So I like Anthony yeah. Mackie and, um, oh, I always forget the guy who plays Winter Soldier now. Um... um. Stan. Stan, there we go. Sorry, Stan. I just literally saw your name in the credits. (laughs) Stan. (laughs) Stan. He's my guy. Um, Sebastian Stan. Yeah, Sebastian Stan. There we go. Mm -hmm. So, um, but yeah, that's what we're going to be talking about today. We thought it was a very good follow-up to kind of the two MCUs that we've done. Yes. And this kind of feeds into all that because this is a very, this is what I I love. I I, I, I will say extra added pressure, um, like Eric... Shout out Eric, uh, uh, usual listener. Yeah. He said to me, he said to me, yeah, I'll listen to the podcast, but I'm not sure I'm going to watch it. It's going to depend on how good the podcast is. Okay. Well. So, so we have to bring it tonight. Oh, that's a bit <laughs> tough. I brought it last time. Like last time it was all about, you know, going crazy about how the fact yeah, he said, is- he, he said he felt particularly called out when you said, Oh, if you don't cry in this film, you're a psycho. And he was like, oh, "Okay." I know. I did, yeah. I did worry about that, that. That all the people who don't cry when those things happen. The thing you have to understand, Eric, and everyone else who's like this is like, I'm a I'm a big crier. Like I am, yeah. you know that that scene in Marriage Story when she's talking about Adam Driver's character and he's like, he always cries you know, in I movies. Still haven't seen. It, I know you haven't. That's your own fault. I mean, you gotta go watch that movie. I know it's painful. You're not married, so it won't be as painful as it was for me to watch. You know what I mean? That's I think that's the thing. Like I watched the breakup as well, which was supposed to be like a rom com and stuff. Ah, yeah, and it was so depressing. That's Jay Aniston and um, and Vince Vaughn, my looky loo. So yeah, no that that is a good example of how Marriage Story could have been really bad because the breakup was supposed to be funny. It came out and no one and don't worry Ed because you weren't in the minority. No one found it funny. It just was uncomfortable. Like it was so uncomfortable. I think. I think the reason, you know, getting on a bit of a side tangent early on here, but I think some of the reason that Marriage Story hits so well is the marriage in Marriage Story isn't necessarily a bad marriage. It's just Mm. one that has stopped working. And so, like, that's why it's so difficult to watch because these aren't bad people. There's no... Two people are not screwing each other over just for the sake of it. It's not like War of the Roses. It's more just the collapse of a marriage. Like, and it happens. You know what I mean? Like, we, I have friends it's happened to. So, do you know what I mean? Like, that's why it's such a powerful film because you will, you, 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 what I liked it when I, when I used to listen to Slash Filmcast, and sorry guys, I don't, I don't listen to you nearly as much as I used to, but Slash Filmcast, I think, said it best because there's four of them on that show. And like one of them, Jeff Kaneda, the guy I like, he really sided with the woman on it. And he said, I totally saw mm-hmm. how she felt and I could feel it. And then another guy was like, no, but you didn't understand Adam Driver's character it was like this. And I think there are elements of both that you can understand and respect. And that's why it's such a good film because it, mm-hmm. it doesn't take a side. It just tries to show you this is what it is. I mean, this is what happens yeah, yeah, yeah. in a modern day, you know, divorce, which is something worth watching on TV. I hate to say it, but, you know, because I think it's just shrouded in myth otherwise that people right, think that. Right, right, right. You know that that is the funniest thing about marriage 
language without going into that rant is like you know there is such secrecy and mysticism shrouded in in the in the act of marriage in my mind and i just i think some of surviving marriage you know is making sure that you understand that a lot of it is smoke and mirrors and that hmm. you know when it comes down to it, it's just your relationship with another person anyways hmm. so that's that's that was uh that was the beauty of marriage, <laughs> story, marriage story which had nothing yeah. to do with anything but you know, moving on to where I hope we can get to with this, like, yeah. Winter Soldier is, you know, it's phase four, and I think it's very firmly phase four, and I think mm -hmm. that's what I'm so impressed with, is I did not, even though I've seen, like I said, all the movies, most of the TV, you know, aside from Far From Home, like, the setup right. for what's happening now is just so crispy and golden to me like it, mm. it works it works really well because it's not something i would have predicted but it makes perfect sense in the world we live in so and, and just ju just to be clear with with the listeners we've, we've seen the first three episodes right? correct like that's what's, yeah that, what's that's come out what's available now is episodes one two i just literally before we jumped on the podcast guys i i was watching three so i just finished yeah. three literally minutes ago before i jumped on this podcast with ed um and before we get too much further because we're at the five minute mark please always remember before i forget w www.lawvictoriaproductions.com share this with everybody you can you know a few of you guys are really good about sharing it as many times as possible like it really helps us get that fan base and make sure there's more people listening because it also helps us expand the content and find out new things that people like so you know what i mean it all it's all very circular that way that the more you share us the more the better the show gets so you know, please, please put us out there for the rest of the listening public on that. You can also check us out on Facebook, on Instagram, um, on LinkedIn. As I said, on the on the company page, um, I'm no longer posting on my personal page due to requests from my own work not to do that. So we're going to stop doing that from my personal page. But Ed will do from his and we'll have the, the, the company page. And obviously, we do talk to people via Twitter. Um, I'm pretty active on Twitter these days. So... Um, please, by all means, drop us a line there if you want to talk about the show, what you like about this show, what you like about Falcon and Winter Soldier, just anything, man. We love having a good conversation about good stuff. So, And I would say, like, okay, so starting out from opening impressions before we spoil the hell out of this for everybody, like, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, like, and I'll start out because I'm rambling here. Like, I, I, I did not want to like this show. This is very cookie-cutter okay. type of show that I don't yeah, like yeah. to watch. Like... You know, it has, it even looks like, what is it, Murdoch and Riggs or whatever it is, like the two yeah, of them, yeah, yeah. like always, weapon, yeah. always arguing with each other and blah, blah, blah. But you know, yeah. like, it's because it's in a new setting that I like it so much. Yeah. It's because yeah. it's in a new MCU, an MCU post blip. So that's not ruining anything for you because it's just telling you where mm -hmm. it takes place. But it's post blip MCU and it's interesting. Like, everything that's happening is like I'm getting to continue in the MCU, but with these two guys, you know, and these two mm -hmm. action adventure guys. And, and they, they keep it light enough that. I, it's just enjoyable all three episodes yeah. have been very much fun so those are my first impressions watch it because considering what's on tv at the moment this is probably one of the most fun things to watch that is just action heavy and, and great to go yeah 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 um okay so my my first impressions so you know we've been doing quite a lot of um uh kind of mcu episodes recently and you know we got through Endgame, and i i, I felt so inspired by it that i kind of went back and I watched some of the kind of previous movies just kind of following threads. So like I jumped into the winter soldier cause I hadn't watched it for a long time mm -hmm. and I absolutely loved it. I'm super happy that I did by the way, before I started watching. Right. This. Right. What, what, yeah. how fortunate was that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then I also went back to like phase one stuff uh, and I watched Iron Man two and the first Thor and, uh, and the first uh, Captain America first Avenger, which again was actually like great 
watching that and seeing that because it's so funny. I don't remember, you know, Bucky from the first Avenger or, or like I didn't, you know, like I thought like his first appearance was in the Captain, you know, Captain America Winter Soldier. But anyway, all this to say that I, I'm really enjoying this uh, because I think it's interesting to see the perspective of, of different characters, you know? It, it feels very comic booky in that sense, right? It's like a, a run of, you know, this. And, and like you say, I mean, I'm, I'm a big sucker for the, you know, classic 80s Lethal Weapon style buddy comedies, you know, 48 hours and stuff like that. And, um, and I also really like the, the, the depth that I'm seeing to it, because like you say, one of my worries was this was going to be very cookie cutter. And it's, it's where the combination lies. So, so the benefit is you're getting that eighties action that everybody grew up on and loved. So you're getting that Mm -hmm. kind of like, no, we can't possibly do this. It's the only thing we can do. So, you know, and like, Oh damn, I can't believe you did that. Oh, well, you know, there's a lot of these moments where it's like going against the grain, you know, for the sake of it. And, 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 and that was always fun in the eighties. You know, you love the chief mm. who always yells at the two guys and yeah, exactly. you know, yeah. like everything was a buddy film that way. And this is setting up very yeah. much the same. And they even have, you know, uh, some new things in it, other buddy systems that kind of contrast yeah. with it. Mm. But what really gets you with this is there's actually a really serious background to all of it. Yeah. And so yeah, yeah, yeah. despite the fact that we're having fun, it, it no longer has the plasticine that you had in the eighties yeah. where we didn't really know. It didn't really matter what we were talking about. Like exactly. the bad yeah. guys were nondescript and the areas, the, the, the places we were going, unless you were in like big trouble in little China, it never really mattered mm. where the explosions were. I'm, and it's, it's so funny. Cause I'm just now I'm kind of halfway through watching. They live, which I'd never watched before the John Carpenter, right, Body right. Piper, which is like quintessential eighties. And it's very much like you're saying, like, it doesn't really matter. Like the, it's just about like shooting stuff and chases. And, yeah, yeah. And, so yeah, it contra- it contrasts nicely with with Falcon and Winter Soldier in in being that, but plus more. Stuff. That's that's what I mean. So again, you're always doing comparisons, right? You're doing comparisons, and well, what's different about why is it a popular show? Because it is popular now. People are watching. Yeah, Falcon. is it? Is it? Yeah, is I mean, it, I mean, amongst amongst my friends, so that I, you know, I shouldn't say it's a popular. I haven't done the research to tell you whether everyone's watching this or not. But amongst you know the fright festers and the rather horror buddies that I have, and everybody mm. else on Facebook. But that I people talk talking to, about it. people are talking about it and watching it That's and saying, cool. you know, yeah, if people yeah. aren't watching it, we're recommending saying we well, should be watching it. So, you know, it's all there. And, you know, as the MCU guru guy, if you want to pick up films before this and you're saying, because I know some people are like, well, I don't want to watch it without the backstory. The backstory you need mm-hmm. from this, watch, as Ed said, you have to watch the first Avengers so you understand mm-hmm. the relationship between Captain America and Bucky. You have mm-hmm. to watch Winter Soldier. You have to watch all the Captain America. So Civil yeah, War, yeah, yeah. Winter Soldier, and um and and which might be my favorite uh kind of arc yeah yeah it's it's definitely the arc to watch the the only other one i i would consider the other two that i would consider the avenger films so if you want to watch ultron and endgame those two play Mm. into this a bit especially into the third one but those Mm. are all the ones you really need to see and then you're done and you could watch just what if you were to watch just one, I would say Winter Soldier. Watch, yeah, exactly. watch if you want just like the basics as to what this is about and who we're talking about in this. Then just watch, you know, the Russo yeah. brothers Winter Soldier on the oh, timeline. So good, and that will draw so rewatchable. It's, it's really, man. really good. It's it's Ooh. 
it's known as the MCU spy film. That's how it got yeah. everyone's attention yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. no one had done a modern spy. I don't think to this day anyone's done really, except for that, a modern spy film. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, the Bourne identity and stuff like that. Yeah, but that, that's you all know. before. So that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, since, yeah, yeah. since Winter Soldier, has there been anything out there that we could say, you know... No, I mean, they, I think they did The Man From U.N.C.L.E. They, they've tried a couple of times, but I think The Winter Soldier right. was maybe, like, one of the most successful ones. No, most. that's what I mean. Because I can think of, like, you know, there's Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy if you really like your spy yeah. drama. But that's <laughs> wow, that's spy crap. drama. That's like, that's slow. Oh and then Bridge of Spies is the same way. Um, mm. so yeah, those, I was disappointed with that. A little the, bit, they're more, honest. they're more your traditional like communist style. This isn't like yeah, that. This yeah, is Cold War. This is a you know, Winter Soldier represents those really good like La Femme Nikita and all those really good spy films where yeah, things are just hell yeah, nice, good, good pull. Yeah, good no, pull. it's just I, you know, I was a fan of those types of films. So and yeah, and I, yeah, I guess yeah. the other ones that are out there that, that are similar like Hannah and um, oh, Hannah's cool. Hannah's a brilliant hannah movie. the movie was good i didn't really like the series but that was, that, oh, was I, there a series yeah i only ever watched the first episode because i wasn't really into it i really liked the movie mm. but i wasn't yeah, really yeah, into yeah. the series so but um but anywho so that's kind of how you get into falcon and winter soldier if you're wanting a little bit more out there there's no real tv you'd have to watch with it as well no, you no i think you're right captain america with the soldier could and you could go and, and another thing i liked is that it's completely uh you know they're, they're they are um mutually exclusive like you do not have to watch wandavision to understand yeah. anything about yeah. this so yeah, that was another thing i was really happy about and i hope the rest of them are like that that if i want to watch loki i don't have to watch like yes. you know the other ones like it's just better that way because then everybody yeah. can get a taste of what they want and then for completionists like ed and i like we can watch it all so exactly yeah we're, we're in the bag exactly so 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 let me ask you how did you feel about these uh, first three episodes so the first three episodes i think they're great and why because they deal with some really difficult issues and like walking mm. through the first big issue that's tackled is you know what what does a world where everyone comes back from the blip really yes. look like they they yes. kind of briefly talked about it Super in WandaVision. interesting right you know in yeah. wandavision you have that one episode where we see the people coming back to the hospital yes and that's before yes. i had seen endgame so that was like the little spoiler i had they're like oh so that's how it happens uh, yeah. <laughs> so but they don't really yeah. say much more so it didn't really spoil too much for me but now right. like you're literally seeing that well before the world was this way and now mm. five years later it will come back and it's kind of gone back to yes. a little bit but obviously like, like kind of the troubles and, and stuff like that yeah yeah, I really yeah so it's 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 so funny how brits call it the troubles you mean the, the yeah <laughs> that's that's that that's just so english to say it that way sorry and brits don't yeah. say that english people say it that way so yeah he what he's talking about is it has some references to you know, the ira bombings in the in the the irish nationalist movement yeah. and what sorry that, i didn't i did i didn't mean to invoke that by the way i was I just, no it's it's like, fine it's 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 a good yeah. kind of side piece to talk about because it's discussed in falcon and winter soldier not specifically about ireland but Listen, like there are two. I have a lot right. of Americans that listen to this show, mm. you know, and I I come from an Irish Catholic background. Believe it or not, right? Um, we were taught very different things about that conflict in the English, and and I can kind of see both sides of it without wanting to like, right. like and, I, and I and I think I think that's the point that, that there's two sides. No, so I still remember point. bringing up every time in this country when they call it the Troubles and saying, well, no. Your country has another, like, has a foothold, has an yeah. occupation of a country right yeah. next to you that it really shouldn't have. Like, if you're looking yeah. at it on a on a third person high level, we don't normally do that in the world anymore. That we have no, that, yeah. and 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 anyone who kind of looks into the history even just a little bit is like, what? 
Yeah, exactly. Okay. Like the Scots yeah. kind of send the <laughs> House of Ulster down there. There's no, there's just no, there's there's no leg to stand. And so the, to yeah. give you the other bit, Ed, because I always give you a bit of my life as to how that is. Like I went to propaganda films when I was a youth about the oppression of the Irish, you mm. know, in there that were in American cinemas that were talking about. I remember right. this one. It was all right. about the Catholics that got beaten and how they fought back against, yeah, you know, yeah, the orange yeah. and how this was horrible and this had to be done. Yeah, yeah. So... You know, so that's the mentality I had coming over to England. Now, one of the funnier, and it's not really that funny, it was just interesting to be there and not be in the middle of the argument, but which is very rare for me. Um, I was back home with my wife, and she was sitting with another one of my, like, Irish-American friends, and we were all sitting around having a beer, and he points out, and he was saying the same thing I was saying, because we just got on the topic, because I always talk politics, and we were talking on it and saying, you know, it's not really fair, and then... My wife and my wife just has a way of saying things to people. She turned and she was like, they bomb children, you know. And he was like, what do you mean? It's like the IRA set bombs off in children's buses in Manchester. Like, you do know that, right? They bombed schools. And I didn't know that. And I was like, wait, what? And she was like, yeah, they were like proper terrorists, Jason. They they killed women and children on the basis that England needed to leave Ireland. And like, that's where you're like, oh, that's not right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, again, two sides to everything, no, it, it, you know, and, and, and it's it's funny because, like, for me growing up in Spain, you know, and, and growing up in Madrid where there were bombings, like, I was, I was, I was at a street um, meeting uh, a girlfriend when, when a bomb was in a car, like, on that street. Yeah. And, and <laughs> Et- hours, Etta. hours later, Ugh. hours later, and, like, my mum is, like, panicked and she's like oh where you know what are you doing where are you and stuff and yeah man like it blown out the the windows and and stuff like that i mean yeah like like you say though it it is it is very interesting to see that there's kind of two sides to 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 everything and i think that in this series they do a really good job at least you know uh, like first first three episodes the vibe i'm 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 getting uh, is of that like yeah so i, I nuance i like i like the discussion that you would be having with a republican and i like the discussion mm-hmm. that you would be having with i mean they've they've backed off etta has has now the basques have said listen we won't bomb anymore like mm-hmm. you know and and, and I, it also reminds me a bit of farc in Colombia. you know what i mean like these are the these mm-hmm. are these types of organizations that do that and you will see that like that that third i mean i just finished watching the third episode and i was shocked because mm. the one of the final scenes is they're leaving what's called the grc which is this like yeah. redistribution clinic and they're punishing these soldiers that were basically have basically been rationing for themselves or you don't really yeah. know they've just not been distributing yeah they, they haven't explained it entirely they haven't really been distributing to the poor the way they need to and so this yeah, this yeah. woman who's kind of the lead villain at the moment she blows up the building and then the guy's yeah, like yeah, yeah. dude there were a ton of people in there and she's like yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah. won't understand it unless we do it this way right right, 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 right. and so yeah, that's what yeah. i like about it because we do have people still to this day that kind of subscribe to that kind of terrorism even mm-hmm. even i would say like modern day people that may not engage in that terrorism but believe that like this is to kind of show you that and and spark that debate because you know if you want my opinion i completely disagree with that like i don't think the killing of 30 people with a bomb is a way to explain anything yeah yeah violence violence you know begets violence and it's you know a vicious circle but Um, but yeah that that's that's definitely like one of the deeper elements of of the show that i that i that i enjoy very much and it's funny that you say villain because um yeah is she is she she really a villain you know like 
Right, 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 right. Like she's, they're, she's, they're, she's, they're kind of playing it off in a in, in a very mixed way because you know before that you're next to a scene of her crying next to what I think is like her dying mother. You know, like yes, yeah, Erin Kellerman who was in like Solo, uh, a Star Wars story. That's what I'd heard. Yeah. Mm. Um, but but I, I also heard something quite interesting, which um, was that there was a storyline in um, in the in the show which was about a um, disease, right? Uh, and they kind of cut it out because of everything that happened, right? Oh, okay. Uh, and, and, so, and so there's like, I think it's in the first or second episode, you hear them talk about vaccines and then it's never mentioned again. And then there's this sickness where she, Erin uh, Kellerman, her character, who is like the leader of the flag smashers, right? The, the, the kind of terrorists. Right. As, as they're being presented, she goes to visit her, her, I don't know if it's her mother or her, like, adoptive mother who's dying. And, uh, yeah, and, and I, it was pointed out, uh, I saw it online, where they, uh, it, it's quite interesting, they added certain lines when actors were, like, turned away or you couldn't see their faces. Sure. To kind of stitch the story together, you know, which I thought I thought was kind of cool but um yeah H- how do you feel about uh new captain america right so that's one of the you know and i was trying to tell this in a three so that was probably the first thing i would talk about is there's well maybe that's the second thing so the first thing that you notice first is anthony mackie's decision not to become the new captain america even though yes. obviously in endgame that's what he was asked yeah. to do and i found yeah. that really interesting and, and man the most interesting thing has been the amount of articles written about that decision as if yeah, yeah, yeah. they're all making it. i really loved it like it was like black captain america this and there were all these articles and i, I i'd mm-hmm. like to say i was mad about that but it was quite the opposite i was happy that people were like diving into it so thoroughly and being like well yeah, maybe yeah, it yeah. means this because this is the type of debate i think that is prescient today and that we yes. should be discussing about like what is it for black leaders to take on traditionally white roles and yes. is there an expectation of what they should be and maybe that's yes. why there's a decision made but i'm not saying I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying I have answers. I'm saying the discussion yeah, yeah, yeah. is a really exactly. good discussion. So it's amazing. Isn't so it? that's and, like a, and 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 they they delve deeper into that. They right? do like because because the, then you bring Bucky in, and Bucky has this other point of view where it's like from a nostalgia point. He's like maybe right. I should be the next Captain America because right, right, right. it yeah, means yeah. something to me and Anthony, but it, you know it means something to me and Falcon. But what does it mean to? And then we get to point two, which is you're never quite sure about the status of. Um, you know the new Captain America and his his new buddy. You know what I mean. He's yes, got he's got a sidekick yes. as well. I never remember his name, but he you know, does. He's like the um, something star, I think. Um, like he's you know he has like a superhero and kind it, of no, and, and and I and this is the thing. Like as characters in the show, I really enjoy them. To be honest, I'm not sure I like them as like I'm not sure they're heroes, but I yeah. I like that they're they're trying. You know what I mean? They're always like. You know what I mean? As, as much as they're kind of connected, they're kind of the man. You know what I mean? They, they're they the ones that will get all brass tacks and, and kind of admin about things. And you're like, oh, come on, man. Like, you know, whereas Falcon and Winter Soldier are the, the, the rigs that are like, oh, you shouldn't have done that, man. Like, well, we had to get the answer. So I get <laughs> right, that. Right, I get right. that contrast that they're doing. And then, you know, yeah. it, it obviously drags up issue number one again, which is, well, who really is the new Captain America? Who took on that mantle? Yeah, and yeah. then it plays into this third part, which, you know, the other yes. thing about the third part, talking about these terrorists again, there's also 
you know, the the newest element that they've introduced is is this island, which I just thought it was I, I was going to look it up before we got on the show. Oh, Madripoor. Because it's a real place, right? Like Madripoor no, no, really no, no. exists it's, or no? No, no, no. It's a fictional place. It's it's from the MCU. It's mostly from the X-Men comics, I think. Okay. Uh like Wolverine like spent time there. I think they even showed a bar that uh you know wolverine was in the wolverine it were, i mean it looked and reminded me a bit of like that island they've got outside of china that is used for gambling and i can't think of what macau. it's macau yeah so yeah, yeah it's it's kind of supposed to be a, a bit of an analog to singapore because i think singapore was like a pirate haven you know back in the day and so it, in that sense it's supposed to be sure uh, kind of similar sure sure it's definitely an interesting take so it, it exists yeah. obviously as a, as a like a lawless land that that's mm. tolerated to be lawless so you know those mm. are always interesting places to insert into a, a universe because you can get away with things there you know as i said i've been watching pirates of the caribbean so this would have been this version of tortuga you know what i mean mm. which was a real place and was really a pirate haven so right, right, do you know right. what i mean like i think the presence of that what i was going to point out with with maripur was you had the the, the presence of and the power broker which yeah. i'm not as sure is as big a thing as more of the present is it sharon is her name yes sharon carter from sharon uh, carter yeah. right so there's something there like there yeah. there is more going on with sharon carter than they are letting on i i wonder whether she actually is the power broker or not yeah that's that's been a question that's been floating around the the into the interwebs um i i'm not sure i think there is something you know iffy going on um i'm not sure she's the power broker so where does the enjoyment come from i guess my point is they are taking you down so many new and fun could paths I, could i could i ask you one question just kind of addendum because i i, I feel like you will have connected with this quite a bit and i want to hear your yeah, your opinion yeah sure on it. sure um but uh, the isaiah bradley character the uh the super soldier that is an african-american and you know seems to have been like hidden away and put into like prison and right and then then we find out in the third episode was used by the cia to yeah, extract exactly. blood and yeah so again that kind of stuff i think it's what has to happen so we i was just talking about this with my wife today because mm. you know we had a, a, a lousy family incident happen which which called me out and and it's like, well, how do you how do you get over some of these horrible things that happen? Something something not so great happened, and it was like, how do you cope with these things? And it's like, well, I think you have to write about them, and you have to put them in a film. Is it's how you get the catharsis you need? And I think this is playing catharsis to a lot of what's been happening in America. Like, yeah. you know, and, and I like I like that they've gone there. Like, I I feel like it it would have been a slam dunk if they'd have just done an action buddy comedy kind of thing yeah they've, they've kind of gone for it and this is this is up there with some of the racial stuff because this is horribly miscreant it's a good week to talk about this because obviously like and, and and you can quote me saying it you know what i mean like obviously mm. the government comes out with a report in this country that says we're not racist like trust me people every racist government in the world that's exactly what they do that's what you know saying. mine did that for four years you know what i mean saying we're not racist people we just do racist yeah. things and it's like right yeah. you know like mm. okay mm. So, you know, take it with a grain of salt, but the way, you know, that may anger you, right? You may be listening on the other end of this and saying, Jason, that doesn't help me. The news doesn't help me anymore. It just tells me mm. more things I hate. Watch Winter Soldier then because they are talking about the shame we all have for the things that mm. our countries have done and how we yeah. extricate that and how we deal with yeah. that. And that's why Anthony Mackie's character is furious about Isaiah yeah, yeah, yeah. and furious about what happened. And it's even worse because he turns to the Winter Soldier and is like, the fuck you not tell me this for? And he's like, mm. I wasn't going to. And it's obvious because what 
I guess I'm getting at is this points out to, even though it's been a two-sided issue in America for a very long time, what Winter Soldier points out is everything has layers, okay? Yeah. Everything. There's a history of this. There's a, you know, like it's, it's you know, not not to get too political, but I, but I think that Falcon and the Winter Soldier does have, does have this layer to it. You know, it's, uh, I, I hear sometimes um, President Biden kind of talk about, ah, oh, this is not American. And, you know, like, this is not us. And right. Sometimes I'm like, you know what, That's dude? Like, I, I think people need to understand that it is part of that, the history. There. That's right. So I think a lot of times we have a t trouble separating, like, American history from American idealism. And it's like, yes. they are not the same. You know what I mean? We used American idealism to propel American history. You know, mm. and, and, it, and it doesn't mean that everything was perpetuated on violence. It doesn't mean that every action that ever taken no, was racist. No. But it does mean that we need to recognize, yes. you know, where we have done these things in the past and, and just be honest about it. I think that's the part that gets me as a mixed race person because I get into these fights yeah. with people that are like, but I'm not racist and I didn't do this. And it's like, I'm right, not right, right. I'm not interested in whether you just think of yourself as interested yeah, yeah. or not. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. not what I'm saying. I'm saying this yeah. happened. It did yeah. happen, and it is it's a racist reality. thing. So, yes. yeah. I, you know, yeah. whether you agree with it or not, I, I'm not asking that. I'm not yeah. – I wouldn't believe you would. Half the people that say things like that, you're like, well, I wouldn't think you would agree with right. it. Right. Like, if you did, then we'd have even more problems than we did before. But and, don't and, yeah. don't bury it underneath, you know, some sort of smile saying, well, it's all yeah, over yeah, now. Exactly. Like, oh, it's over now. Exactly. Like, it isn't over exactly. for the people that it happened to. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, that's, that's, that's yeah. I guess, my point and where – I think Winter Soldier is really good and not just like this is happening in multiple different parts of the yeah, story. Yeah, exactly. We've talked about, we've also, and, and in, in other TV shows, I feel like it's becoming part of the zeitgeist. You know, we talked about Watchmen. We talked about uh, Lovecraft Country as well. It's, well, that's, it's cool that, and that's, that, that's, that's, that's the answer to Eric's question. Eric, why should you watch this? Because it's zeitgeist. This is, this is yeah. what is topical right now. Like if that doesn't interest you, like I totally get it. Like I totally yeah. get, you might say like, I'm not interested in America's problems. I'm not interested in the diversity mm. issue. Like I respect that. There are a lot of people people especially in COVID that are like I just want to be away from all these things and you yeah, know right, right. then you might enjoy this one for sheerly for the action point like that's the yeah, only other thing the I would action say. is brilliant yeah like, episode one my jaw hit the ground action when, he, action when the falcon fights the helicopters no that's and, what I mean I like, the emphasis oh, on this show is not is this? not a matter of it, it reminds me a bit of the last time we were talking controversial when we were doing run hide fight because yeah it's that same fun and the fun that really upset people with run hide fight because it was like you can't mm. have fun with a school right, shooting right. it was like well you can right, right, right. it's just in bad taste you know like yeah <laughs> and i'm sorry but i i've watched that twice since then now i was like i actually quite like that film yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> as bad as it was um For sure. but this is the same kind of thing like the messages are all there so if you're like yeah. us and you like to kind of open the hood and see where everything's going on fine that's why it'll seem relevant to a large spectrum of people however yeah. the reason you stay is the action like absolutely episode absolutely. three is shipping container fun like it was like oh, wow oh, dude like and and honestly like um Classic oh, there's stuff. So many, there's, 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 there's so many things I kind of want to talk about. But, um, okay, what about... Oh, I, I really want to talk about Daniel Brühl, Baron Zemo, the, the guy who plays Baron Zemo. Interesting take. So so why do you want to talk about What do you find interesting about that, Ed? Um, I've, I've been a fan of Daniel Brühl since Goodbye Lenin, which was kind of his breakout movie. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen it. Was that the comedy? Yeah, it's 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 a comedy. His mum, like, is a hardcore communist. She goes into a coma, and when she comes out, the 
you know, communism has collapsed. And oh no, I haven't to... seen this. I'm thinking. I'm thinking of the death of Stalin. That's what I'm thinking. No, 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 no. This, uh, this, uh, it's from like 2003. It's a really old school movie. He was super young when he did it, but it's brilliant, and I've I've loved him ever since. And and he's done a lot of great films, Oscar winning films like Rush. I think was the the, you know, the 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 F one. Um, yeah, film yeah, yeah. like he's he's just he's a fantastic actor, but here, especially in that club scene, man, when he starts like dancing, like I I lost it. Like he's he's and when he talks about uh, Marvin Gaye's album, and he's like, oh yes, it is a uh, absolute uh, classic. I just and like I have to say this because I just got this image in my head of like someday when you get your big house and we have made it big, you are gonna have this like wall of like a shrine to un unappreciated actors because yes. i have no Agreed. idea about this guy's history i oh, did like dude. him in the show not not like to the levels that you did but i love because yeah, yeah. you were like this the last time i can remember is like when we did transcendence and you had this random guy you're like i love that guy and i was like <laughs> do you do and then you then he like what he'll I do, do is he'll he'll like pull it all up because i think we were together for that podcast and he'll pull up all the like the info on this guy that he knows and i'm like so Cheers to you, man, because, like, I, that's just awesome. Like, I'm just not like that. I always end up going with the big names, and I'm like, that guy was awesome, but everybody knows that. You know what I mean? Like, so cheers to I you, mean, man. I, he, he, for me, like, every scene he's in, he kind of steals the show for me. Um, and um, and I'm, I love that they seem to be setting him up as... A kind of like, is he a bad guy? Is he a good guy? Like, it's kind of like he's yeah. He so, it, so why like did Loki, why right? did like this? Because you can answer this for me. Why did he shoot the scientist? Like, do we know? Like, is it? Do you think so it's pride he, or no? He um his job before he kind of lost his mind after Sokovia, like fell and stuff was he was a hunter of um Hydra people, right? Okay, like he was a Hydra hunter. Okay, and um. So his job would have been to find this guy. And, and there were some people saying that maybe there's a look that the scientist gives him when he sees him. It's almost like, shit, like, I know that you've been, like, chasing after me for a while. And and I think, you know, he's he's and he's all about, like, superheroes should not exist. Like, we've got to kill them and destroy the means of, okay. of making them. okay. So I think that that was his and where, kind of motivation. What, which one of the movies, Ed, because you've just gone and watched all these and I haven't, which one of the movies do you get the most of that exposition out on in case people want to go back and see it? Um, I would say it's uh, my my favorite MCU movie, which is Captain America Civil War. Okay. Um, this is the one where um, Bucky, the Winter Soldier, uh, you, you learn his backstory. You learn where he came from. And uh, then it kind of flashes forward and Zemo who used to be a Sokovian baron which you find out like uh, in 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 episode 3 i think yes um he uh he kind of he lost his family and every and everyone and he decides he wants revenge on the avengers because it was all their fault right mm. in his opinion so he's the one who kills he's the one who does the un bombing and kills T'Challa's father. That's right. So that's why at the end of the third yes. episode, we've seen the appearance oh. of... Who is that from Wakanda, though? I'm trying to remember. Uh, her name is Ayo. She is the second-in-command to uh, Okoye. That's... Because I remembered Okoye. I remembered Okoye, but I was like, who is she? And, like, then they put the yeah. name up, and I didn't recognize the actress's name either. I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm so bad with names to begin with. Like, <laughs> Yeah, Florence Kasumba. Yeah, she's... She was actually the very first Dora Milaje that we ever saw because she's 
T'Challa's bodyguard in um in like in that opening Captain scene. Captain America Civil uh, yeah, War. Yeah, Civil War. Where where like she kind of squares up to like I think it's Black Widow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um uh, okay. and and she's she's so great. She has such a great presence. Um she reminds me of um uh, Grace, what was the name of of the um, model? <laughs> You're thinking of a, a friend of mine, Grace Eddie. Jones. Grace Jones, not a, not a good yeah, friend oh, of no me, way. but but do some. I do, I do. She used to be oh, in the no same. Way. She used to be in the same apartment complex as my best friend from law school, and we were. I met her. We were in his hot tub just hanging out because he lived yeah. in this really swanky place, and I, obviously I. Yeah. He was. It, we he went to law school together, and he's not the family man. He's he's getting married soon. But he was younger than me, and we just were good friends, but had completely different lives. So vicariously yeah, yeah, yeah. living through all his money because we were both rich as lawyers, <laughs> but obviously yeah, my yeah, yeah. my money went to most of my family. Anyway, so we were just hanging out in the hot tub one night, and then I was like, "Oh, you want to use the sauna, man? I love using the sauna." So he's like, "Okay," and we're just sitting in there having a good time. And this woman was like, you seem to know an awful lot about saunas. I'm like, yeah, I trained in them. Because at the time I was a fighter and I was like training in and out of them. And I turned around and I said, wait a second, you're Grace Jones. And she's like, yes, I am. Oh my God. And so, yeah, we just hung out. I would have lost my I came back. I came back like like, once a month. She's really chill, man. Just like, just normal person. Like, like we, that night we were talking about like the apartment complex and how nice it was. And she was saying like, you know, that everybody around in that place was really friendly and easy to talk to. But generally just talked about like what was on TV and stuff like that. That's, you know, that's what I I mean like i don't think i had any revelating conversations with her about like her career or anything like that that's more of kind of what we do on the podcast and stuff like that this was more just like shooting the breeze with somebody in the complex yeah but... just meeting just meeting someone like bumping into someone and, and to be yeah. fair like just to explain to you how i know celebrities like that's generally how i like to hang out with celebrities like that's how i know some like because they're not like i don't know like I, i'd like to say they're not celebrities to me they are because i wouldn't say they were celebrities if i didn't but i just you know because i grew up with some like it's it just mm. it's more like doing things and and trying not to talk about you know thing if if you want to talk about your career or talk about the art like please come on the show or come on the studio but that's what i mean this was much more of an encounter of like right just pe- just being a person yeah no totally yeah. totally i mean uh, you know she's but she's beautiful she's so i guess i mean that's that's what i would say she's she's older now but and she's, she's so, still beautiful she's so good in a view to a kill like she's she's one of my favorite like bond bad guys ever. yeah like, yeah honestly um, but yeah, Florence Kasumba playing Io showing up at the end. I I got so like I I literally had flutters, dude. Um, like, so yeah, I guess I guess that would be the, the, the description. So like fierce for what you're saying. Like so, Grace Jones always had that fierce presence, right? As as a person, when I met her, she wasn't fierce in the slightest. She was very nice. Oh so. no, no, yeah. So yeah, that's totally, that's totally. the only thing I would let's say. Like like, in my, it's, I, it's it's a it's it's a presence. Yeah, you know? well, it's, it's just it's, a presence. Yeah, it's when you're yeah. out there. So. But yeah, I think that's also kind of like it's it's just interesting how many little blips they're making in this. And I shouldn't use the word blip because obviously that refers to something else. <laughs> right. It's how many like little my troubles. How many little points that they're making in this yeah. because they're all different points but they're all like gray and it's why the lawyer loves it like the me i'm middle of the road kind of guy right i'm always telling you there is no good there is no bad it's all kind of gray this is all gray like you're never quite mm-hmm. sure you're you're pretty sure that the, the good guys are the falcon and the winter soldier because the show's mm-hmm. about them and you're like well right. pretty sure <laughs> kind of the only thing you're pretty sure yeah about, you're like right? you're pretty sure they're they're gonna be all right in the end because it's not like yeah. wandavision where they're gonna be revealed to be a semi-villain or something like that but everybody <laughs> right. else on the table like That's everybody so else on the table you're like i'm not sure where you play right you're absolutely right it's true about captain america like the new captain america and his sidekick i'd say it's even true about the falcons kind of sidekick you know the 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 um the young hispanic kid yeah Um, yeah yeah 
who actually, I think, in the comic books later becomes the Falcon. So I, yes, I guess yes, he's he takes over. Right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, even him, you're kind of like not sure. Like, is, Wait, is he working for the military? Is he is he straddling exactly. both sides? Does he work for this other organization? That's why he knows so much about yeah, them. Like Sharon Carter, the same. So, so uh, I guess everyone. And, and what? Oh God. Why that works so well now, in my view, and this is when I get to kind of talk about my life views. But you know, we live in a world that has been shook to hell from the lack of truth, and so mm-hmm. you know, Trump wasn't everything with that, but Trump definitely. If we were teetering before that, Trump definitely pushed us over the edge. And right. now you have a complete lack of trust of anything really in the States. Like, what can you trust? And I think that's what this is talking about. Like, after these major events, you know, in this case, it's a five-year blip where everybody comes back. Like, what do you trust? You know what I mean? How do you do things? Mm-hmm. How do you survive? So, I don't know. It's, I'm interested the same way I was with WandaVision to see where does this play out. And and I'm completely mm-hmm. confident in it because they nailed it so well and WandaVision that I'm like, this will end up being a really cool story. Again, it's like Ed said, it is not going to be the epic that Endgame was. So if that's what you're looking for out of the TV show, like, no. Like, they're going to reel it back to, to more of a WandaVision or a Mandalorian, but they've been consistent with having I mean, really I, good I, story progression I, yeah, on a smaller was... scale. Yeah, I would say, though, man, like, the quality of the action scenes, the VFX and stuff, I would put it with, like, you know, a Captain America film or... or no, but, but, you know what I mean? but, but like, it's... And it, that's what I'm saying with the consistency. That's more of the Mandalorian. So Disney is producing, continuing... That's... Again, I was saying it la- yes, you know, last time we did this on Endgame because I just was so blown away by the whole experience. But, but it is the truth. Like, do not knock Disney right now, guys. As far as producing mm. good quality movies for in TV for people to watch, like, that's what they're doing. Like, they are... And they're not doing... Like, what I love about it is they're doing it for everybody, not just one group. Like, Falcon and Winter Soldier is something that anybody could watch because it's appealing to all. There's so much gray area in that film that everybody in America would have an opinion on it. And everybody in the world would probably have an opinion on it. WandaVision, maybe not as much. WandaVision, yeah, it's a bit more personal, isn't it? It's WandaVision like, was like... a bit bit more... The thing I liked about WandaVision, it was universal in a different way. You didn't have to have any background in the MCU to really enjoy that story. Like, once you just turn it on, it was weird, quirky, and something that if you just listened to what was in WandaVision, you'd probably follow the story well enough. You know what I mean? <laughs> and Mandalorian, completely. That That's where Star Wars, I think, always has trumps over that because in Star Wars, the Mando was great because you didn't have to know anything about Star Wars to kind of pick it up and watch right. it yeah you know, two cool two seasons it. and you can just follow what they're doing in the show so mm-hmm. you know do i have hope i've been watching some of the other trailers now so the bad it's not the bad batch is it is it the yeah, bad yeah. Batch? the, bad batch, the yeah. bad batch is coming loki is coming well, there's yeah. another marvel coming what's the other marvel coming um i mean you've got black widow is coming out uh very very that's soon, a film maybe. yeah so the film is mm-hmm. going to come out with that and that will be good um they're just, always talking about like you know She-Hulk, but I think that's later down the line. Right. Talking about um, also a Hawkeye one, I think, where he's kind of training his his daughter. Is that a right? Film that right. Series? No, that was a series. I think that they were going to yeah. do. So that's what I mean. And there'll be more. Like if this is successful, which it is going to be successful because it's well made. So yeah, they've also talked about like a Thunderbolts uh, TV show, which is I think it's like a Suicide Squad kind of situation. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know, the bad guys getting together and 
and doing stuff. That's why. That's um, why they need to th- see. That's where they could really benefit if they got some of the X Men stuff in, because that's the Exiles. So the Exiles were mm. all the bad guys that were, or it wasn't always bad guys. It was sometimes it was good guys, it was bad guys. But and if you haven't read those comic book series, they redid them a bunch of times. But let me tell you. Yeah, you gave me you in in the batches that you've given me. I think there's. Oh, a few. I love the Exiles only because it's like these hand chosen villains and superheroes that have to work together. It's like a it's a quantum leap. They get sucked into a something or other. They have to do. Mm. They have a mission and they have to accomplish it or everyone dies and like every single time that's how it works and so it's like it's just cool to me because it pits you know the one i remember reading when i had like magneto in it with somebody else and like they're all fighting and like but they have to work together and it's it's like sometimes they have to do some really bad stuff together like they have to like blow up something or something like that it just it worked like that that kind of strategy always works so cool so yeah cool, cool. Yeah, I, I also did kind of want to mention um, the director, or I, I guess she's the showrunner. Uh, she's certainly directing most of, of the episodes. Okay, no, Falcon please do. Soldier. Yeah, I, I know very little about that, so please yeah, do. Yeah, no, I did too, man. Like, I had to look her up, and I'm, I'm glad I did. Uh, so her name's Carrie Skogland. Skogland. I'm sure Eric would know how to pronounce that. Uh, but she's Canadian. Okay. And... Uh, <clears throat> Excuse me. She has been um, working since like the mid nineties. Okay. And she kind of reminds me a little bit of you know how we talked about um, Deborah Chow. I know, just kind yeah, of being just bringing you back to that episode because I remember the comment like Deborah Chow when you went through her resume she had done one of every awesome show you had watched yeah. in like the last 20, okay. ten years. Exactly. So this this reminds me a lot about that. So for example, she's done a bunch of Handmaid's Tale which I haven't seen a lot of, but it, it makes sense how she's able to weave in, like, and that explains, stuff, And that explains you know? kind of the dystopian nature of Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, so, Handmaid's yeah. Tale, obviously. Have you not watched Handmaid's Tale? I have. I've, I've watched, like, a, a couple of episodes. It's, it's tough. Like, it's I, a tough watch. I was yeah, going to watch the whole watch. thing, and I got through... Oof. I got through like season one and I was addicted. Yeah, yeah. Like I was watching it, yeah, yeah. but then it's when good. I, I mean, then when I had to switch seasons, like I didn't, cause I didn't want to watch anymore. I, know, I was like, no, it, it, it's one of those. Uh, breaking bad was the same for me. The, 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 like I struggled to get through gate. Bra- breaking, breaking bad. Bra- maybe it's because, maybe because in, in my life, I, you know, drugs is a different story to me, but like, you know what I mean? Like mm. breaking bad. No, nah, like I can handle breaking bad because yeah, yeah. the truth that you see in that is a truth that I, I don't think, is all that not obvious? You know what I mean. If you get into dealing math and you start dealing with cartels, things are going to get messy really fast. You know what I mean. And yeah. and if you drag yeah. your family into those things, then well, yes, then that's going to get very ugly. Um, and I'm not trying to say I have any familiarity. I just realized what I said that half my listeners always think that my father is in some sort of cartel or something like that, and he's not. And no, I don't have any familiarity with that. But what I mean is, Breaking Bad didn't surprise me. With Handmaid's Tale, it was too close to home maybe it's because i come Visceral, from bible yeah, yeah. belt and rust belt but right like in, in doesn't trump feel like it would in take trump america yet. it was again the, yeah, the, yeah. like the wind blowing the wrong way and being like well now we now have the new united states of the handmaid's tale yeah, yeah. so and it's just it's because like that kind of philosophy is spouted you know all throughout where i come from yeah yeah I think it's a, it's an important TV show, and, and I, I think I, I, I will try it, give it give it another go at some point. But, um, yeah, so she did uh, five episodes of The Handmaid's Tale. She did one episode of The Punisher, which you watched fairly recently. Yes. Um, the Walking Dead, The Americans, House of Cards. Again, but, Vikings, but, but, but this, it reads like a list of This also completely TV. explains the tone of Falcon and Winter yeah. Soldier. Then. Right, so, right. It's interesting, th- right? That, that, We're bringing insights, people. Yeah, no, those are those. I would say those are amazing insights because that 
the dystopian, the, the good news is, what I would say was even better than all the other shows we just listed, because it's Disney and an action film, you really, yes. really won't get depressed watching this. Like, exactly. Whereas exactly. The Handmaid's Tale, I'm telling you, like, because yes. I was just talking about this with my father-in-law, who was like, oh, dude, you know what the worst ending ever was? And I was like, what was it? He's like, how they ended Man in the High Castle. And I was telling him, like, I watched the first season of Man in the High Castle because it is yes, excellent. Same. It is an amazing yes, show. Exactly. But I'm a kind of person I always forget the story, so I went to yes. rewatch the first episode, like the first season, and I couldn't. Do- it was just like Handmaid's Tale because it's exactly the same. Again, I, it's dude, it's all about so gassing weird. the Jews, like, and it's like, are you out yeah. of your mind? Like, I don't want to watch yeah. Jews being exactly. gassed. Thank you very much. Yeah. Like literally exactly the same so thing. i couldn't stomach it so i couldn't get i'm to so happy two. i'm not alone no i just you know i couldn't get... there's such there's such great tv shows it's the I kind of thing like about it i know? couldn't get to season two so i never watched it but mm. that one like you couldn't watch that without getting depressed you can't watch the handmaid's tale without getting depressed like this one not like that at all like it will make you question certain things and certain things you might be like oh that sucks but generally it's followed by an action sequence which will put you back into being like oh this is fun you know yeah, what i mean yeah yeah yeah, no, definitely. And again, it, it kind of puts all of these things that we've been talking about throughout the podcast, you know, the, the depth of, uh, you know, the, the African-American experience and, uh, you know, like um, people with PTSD, because I think that's another thing that, uh, that that is a part of it, you know, like what it means to be a hero about like, you know, different points of view, all of that stuff all put together makes this plus the action and all of that makes it such a palatable like great watch and at the same time it has well it's it's something it's, to it it's, right? it's 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 one it's in one way it's very much a symbol of of what we would call woke culture now which is on the which is on is being attacked now so the yes, idea being yeah. that everyone is way too serious about everything right but mm-hmm. woke culture in a positive way is just making sure right. that we understand that we're yes. not perfect as a society, that we have these flaws and we have to respect right. that. That is the the good side of woke culture. The and bad side still have like the 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 you know and with the wing. Sorry, keep going. You you were saying the bad side. No, I, I just think the bad side of woke culture, which is being attacked right now, and yeah. I think rightfully attacked to a certain degree. I don't, I'm not sure it deserves yeah. all the the heap it's being piled on it right now. But is you know you can take things too seriously, and I, I say this yeah. as. As a lawyer, like, this is one thing. My family calls me for this kind of, like, gray area discussion because I'm the only (laughs) one... Out of a very yeah, emotional it's, family, it's, it's what you it's what you kind of swim in, right? It's how yeah, I was trained. I went to school yeah, yeah. and then I had a job where I was trained to look down the middle on things and yeah, say, yeah, yeah. "What are both sides of the coin?" And I, I think I'd like to say after doing it for like twelve years, I'm pretty good at it, right? So, mm. you know, that's what I would say about woke culture, especially because I'm in the middle of a bunch of it. You know, I'm mixed race and I have a daughter and all this, and you can always point out things that connect you to these things that are. Uh, uh, you know oppressions in society mm. and things that aren't right injustices but the yes. greatest thing that that ed and becky ever taught me because they know me really really well and my own family couldn't teach me this but they did is that there comes a point when you have to move on though there comes a point where you recognize the injustice you know what it is but just because you recognize the injustice and you know it's there does not mean the world changes that day and so mm. that is the problem I think woke culture is happening now, that we have all of this out of the bag now. George Floyd happened, and black people yeah. and people of color are never going to be quite the same again because we all know what's been happening to us. The problem that you find now that I find the left really bucking heads against is that does not mean people will change. 
Okay, right. you can you can tell everybody the full story and and give them all the facts. Trust me, I grew up in Cincinnati, Ohio, which is a place where people are exactly like this. They will still do the same thing they've done every day, and it's not because they're awful people. It's just because mm-hmm. it doesn't change the way they think about things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and but so- I like the I like the idea that this this kind of show can kind of wrap in a really palatable kind of wrapping. You know, with the action and the comedy. And well, the that's right. So and... the last time I saw this working successfully is when people were talking about The Punisher because The Punisher was starting to appeal to the more conservative types from where I grew up. Right, and that's the thing. Like, I may have my belief system, but as you heard in Run, Hide, Fight, I believe that everyone is entitled to watch TV and enjoy TV. Even the far right guys that have nothing to do with me and don't agree with Very any true. of my politics, you know, they, yeah. they get to put their feet up at the end of the day and watch a funny too, you know, as long as they're that's not hurting a, anybody. That is a very, very good So point. that's that's just what I'm saying. And I think Winter Soldier is really good about that, saying like, listen, yes. this is all of America. It's this for is, everyone. It's this for, is it's for all, all of, us, of right? you. This is for the... For, Let's all enjoy it. For the freedom yeah. fighters, for the pirates, for the, for the, yeah. for the, for the, for the, the backing of Americas, for the, the trust your government people this is a show where everybody does a little right and a little wrong so let's have some fun and i and i really like that and i really appreciate it i think it's i think i mean you know i i we both did we both super enjoyed wandavision um but i'm really enjoying this i just i I just think it's appropriate i think it's an appropriate message for today saying listen why don't since we're coming out of a pandemic that has just basically screwed with everyone's head just absolutely everyone's head why don't you sit back, put your feet up, watch an action movie, and listen to some of the things that you talk about with your friends? You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's yeah. all it is. In, in a safe environment with, you know, lots of yeah, with the people cool you love. Happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, absolutely. The, the only absolutely. thing I will, the only incredibly controversial thing I'll say in the last ten minutes of the show is this really makes me question their decision about Gina Carano. Yeah, me too. And 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 again, man, this is. I, I hate to hammer on this because I know because we're not those people. We are not like we yeah, are not people no. that agree with like right wing philosophy. But we are. No, we're both. I would not. say like moderate people. So we're like. But you can't yeah. just chuck right wing people. Would consider the... myself. I would consider myself quite a lefty. I would know? too, to be honest. Like, yeah, I mean, with most you, of I the mean, time. I would say you're usually left you know, to my center, you know, and sometimes yeah. my center right. You know what I mean? Because yeah. of where I grew up. So. That's what exactly. I mean. Like, I just look at it again and I say, it's a bad decision. Dude. Come on, bad mate. Decision. Like, she said one stupid thing in a tweet and now she's it's, doubled it's... down a bit. But, but yeah. we're putting people I, I... like her in shows. Like, we're making shows about people like her. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't think you can, I don't think you can fire someone for saying stupid shit. And especially someone who's done a good job and by all accounts is a great, like, employee, you know, like she was lovely on set and i don't know i haven't read anything about the personal accounts of her other than like it was her job she said something really stupid on twitter and and, and, like i can't remember what the aftermath was did she refuse to apologize was that what what led to the firing i think she was i think she was told that she should apologize and then she was like well why should i apologize right so she pulled a ted nugent that's that's what i call a ted Nugent because ted nugent's like that ted nugent like never met the guy i would love to to be honest with you Uh, i know the name but what what is cat scratch feet he's he's famous for cat scratch feet which is famous rock song he's a famous rock star um okay, okay. but he's also had like he had his own reality show because he's like an outdoorsman in a very far like he's a he's like a conservative american that hunt does his own hunting and stuff like right, that right, so right. he's that kind of guy yeah. he's very yeah. vocal about it and very vocal about kind of like his view on america but you know which is usually contrast a lot with my view of america but right 
he's the kind of guy that talks about that freedom of speech and he will never apologize for the way he is and it's like that's america like you know it and it's sucks. okay and 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 i think that that's that's kind of it's it's one of the things that you know i kind of have come to realize and i think you brought me here as well is it's okay if people disagree with you and and they have their own opinion it doesn't make them bad people kind of like what you were saying you know earlier about like with the terrorism threat thread in, in no in it's, it's the thing like, don't get me wrong the, 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 from the producer's side the nail in the coffin you know going around this table again is is the holocaust common i'm with you on that one like that's yeah. just sacred ground that like you have to be so careful especially because the people you're working with you know what i mean like you know what i mean like this is this is what used yeah. to really piss me off and it does still piss me off in england because you run into anti-semitic people over here and it's like you never know like, who knows Jewish people and who doesn't? Like, for me, I'm not Jewish, but well, most of my friends are. So it's like, yeah, please, I, let's not, you know, shit on Jews because a lot of us, you know what I mean? Like, why would you do that? You know what I mean? Like, so I get it. Like, you have to protect, you know, the, the discussions about the Holocaust and things like that. And she should have been made to do an apology, I guess, if that's what they really wanted. But here's, here, here's a question, though, because didn't didn't she then go to work with ben shapiro yes so now she's on daily wire and she's kind of like i said she's doubled down she said fine i will i will but it's interesting because he's like like quite a hardcore you know israel backing jewish american well that's and that's exactly what he's trying to say like he's trying to be like hello like you know what I mean? I'm Jewish, and I didn't take offense to her comments about right, the Holocaust. Right, right. And I think gotcha. that's, and I think that's where I'm coming from, because this used to be like my 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 friends that made racist comments when I was growing up, like, and there were a lot of mm-hmm. there was a lot of that. Like, I guess, yeah. like the funny thing is, people don't think it happened a lot, and it's like, oh, it happened like every day. You just wouldn't notice it because you were so used to it. But you know, someone mm-hmm. would drop the n bomb or talk about this or talk about that, you know, on a on near daily basis. And it, I guess the reason you never noticed it, it was never. Like malicious. I never hung out with anybody who really wanted to hurt people of another color. Talk, talking, talking to the mic, dude. I, I just, I want to hear your sexy voice. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, it, it's one of those things that, like, I guess what he's trying to say is, like, I heard the comment and it certainly didn't bother me. Um, and, right, and, right, and, right, right. and then that's the gray area because he's, right. he represents. Uh, 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 and I don't want to get in too much trouble because I'm not a Jew. So, you know, I'm Jew, Jewish. No, no, I, have, no. I, have a, I have a Russian Jewish great grandmother. That's that's as yeah. close as I get. But I grew up in a, in, a, in a community that was 50%, you know, Catholic and 50% Jewish. Like, right, that, was right. the, that was the funny thing about where I grew up. So, you know, I went to All Temple and all that thing. And, and like, mm-hmm. your, you know, your mom's Irish Catholic, right? Irish or, Catholic, or right. East, Eastern European? No, no, no. Irish Catholic. Mom's, mom's Irish, Irish Catholic. Catholic. Irish Catholic family. So, I guess my point being, like, there were plenty of Jewish people I hung out with back in the day that we all agree that the violence is really what needs to stop. And there's another contingent of people that believe, well, it's all about armament in Israel, and there's two different sides of thought on that. I'm not jumping in the middle of that only to say it's another dicey issue. But it points yeah, out... Yeah, yeah, and, and, and I think, it's, you know, part of it is also, like... I mean, again, thinking about Ben Shapiro's is, like, because cons- there, there is a group of you know conservative jewish voices right, in america right like, like i guess this is my whole thing and this is why i become mr gray area because i usually for my job like for what i do as a lawyer like i have to read a room that that is the number one thing you're paid to do as, as a lawyer and i know that sounds ridiculous to most people but i am paid to go into a room and know solutions to the people in that room so they're going to come up with a problem and, it, and it's just you know it's funny it's why i'm decent at poker too because it doesn't matter what the problem is it's more the people with the problem and so i have, have we to ever pl- have we ever played poker i hope hope not 
<laughs> why do you say why do you say it like that because <laughs> i don't want to take your money uh, oh i like it that sounds like a oh challenge. mate i'm all right i'm all right that's not a that's not a challenge that's just the truth like i'm a really good poker player. <laughs> oh, you want me to take your money so, it's fine mate i love it when you're so humble I i'm not not on poker playing no i i literally sustained myself for a couple of years on no poker, i like I, li- so. I like a bit of i like a couple a months of a couple of years te- te- texas i do hold, i do texas i do hold. i do brag a couple couple years no it was a couple months it's how i it's how i knew ben affleck because he used to <laughs> oh go to, that's right yeah, he used to go used to, to casino with him, uh, right? jason Crappleyman, my looky loo who's so funny this thai guy the name jason as well and we looked like so similar so he used to sneak <laughs> me into his casino to run the table with him because no one could tell the difference between us <laughs> surely they're breaking some rules with that whatever like um but yeah. um but yeah i mean that's the gray area bit it's like it, yeah it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. the whole like people have their own views of self-righteousness the poor lawyer in the room knows mm. that no one is actually self-righteous or no one is actually mm. righteous they can be self-righteous right. but you're not actually righteous right because right, 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 because right. your view will conflict with that view will conflict with that view will conflict with yeah. that view and that's what I think. That's that's just what I'm saying. I like Winter Soldier for not being afraid to say like, there's a multitude of <coughs> opinions out there. Hmm. And I think I would I would like final uh, point to Eric. Who I'm sure <laughs> t- t- turned off we, halfway. We through. have serenaded you this time, buddy. You <laughs> yeah, better watch. Like, you'd like you better listen to this fucking podcast. I know, right? All the fucking way through, motherfucker. <laughs> um, but I, I think you know because one of the things he said that he didn't kind of like about some of the Marvel movies was knowing that there's going to be a triumphal moment and kind of not being at all like surprised or, or anything like that. Like, I think again, all of this that you're saying, the gray area, you know, like the, the nuance and stuff. I think that's maybe that is, that is phase four, phase four, what he would appreciate aside from the cosmic bits, which we haven't seen yet, which I'm sure will be much more, I have a feeling the cosmic bits are going to be the more good bad battle there because what yeah, he's doing like with balls to the wall, yeah, yeah. What he's doing with the Winter Soldier stuff because there's there's a dude and, and you'd have to tell me which YouTube. You, maybe we can include it in the link said, but Ed sent me this YouTube mm-hmm. a guy who, who divides this well and talks about the cosmic MCU yeah. er- universe. Eric Voss from New Rockstars, yeah, awesome. And then it's the the the, the earthly kind of MCU timeline, and this is dealing yeah. with the earthly MCU timeline. Yeah. And, and the spies and the and yeah, it's and very gray like it's awesomely yeah, gray like it's, it's just really who's cool. the good guys who's the bad guys like are we sure we know what's going on why does the world suck so much after the blip you know what i mean like it's it's just interesting and so that's yes. why i would watch it because it's coming after we have lived through our own blip guys like covid is a blip yeah. it may not that's hit a really that's it, a really good point it may dude. not it really may not affect point. all of you just now but ed just had yeah. his first experience of ptsd and 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 I felt feral, man. Like I like yeah. it was it was weird. Like, it's gonna happen it's gonna to all of time. us soon. Yeah, it's yeah, gonna yeah, happen to yeah, all yeah. of us soon. And then in a couple of years' time, we will be a new society based on what we became after COVID. It will mm-hmm. not be the exact same as it was before. Even if it looks the same, it won't be yeah. the same. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. so that's that's what I think is really interesting. You know, those that mm. have lived through this era. Um, and luckily, it was just COVID, guys. Like the other, th- you know, the silver lining is at least we lived through COVID and not like a World War Three. Like mm. that's that's always well, like... exactly, yeah, exactly, exactly. If this is the thing that we've had to go through in our lifetimes, then God damn it, if we're lucky, yeah, then, you know? then we are lucky. You know what I mean? Aside yeah. from you know, and I, I would never count all those people who died lucky. So please don't, of course not. Please don't yeah, put yeah. it that way. But what I'm saying is, you know, in the grand scheme of things, good lord, like. Yeah, it could have been a lot worse. Could have been, been a lot been worse. worse. So, and I think that's kind of also one of the reasons why I understand them taking out the um, 
the the illness, the disease, the pandemic kind of thing from winter, uh, because I think that's too on the nose, right? It I is. I feel like they do everything. No, it's it's nice something and it's, subtly in it, the, in this show. It's something like as a, when it, it comes to like whether it's race, political affiliation, that kind of stuff, and to 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 kind of do it so directly, it feels like better like just just how you put it like how no, it's, we've gone through our own blip it's right? because it, it's probably because my my best at least at the moment my best writing comes from horror because that's where i've been for you know all these years writing in that and horror writing does tend to be more on the nose because you're shocking people right. so right, right. you know like when i we're, we're about to move into the final oh, phases yeah, exciting news we final phases of you know we've been given a q4 deadline now to finish you reap what you sow which we were on a very long call last night being like, okay, we're going to do this. And then like shitting ourselves, like we're hopefully going to do this. Like, no, I'm excited. I'm we excited. will, we will it do it. We're just, we're just, we're just, me up, but there's just, just, there's stuff to do. Right. And it's, we, we have, it's weird. We it's have, weird coming out of the pandemic. That's right. It's weird. Of... We, we have been sitting with a lot of like plates spinning, but no one actually moving forward with any of them. And this night right. pushed us to put a lot of the other spinning plates in the closet and say, well, we've got to finish this. Cause we not got much time to be honest. So, and no, but it's good. It's good. Deadlines are good because stuff moves. Yeah. Right? No. And sorry. Yeah. Like, sorry. I don't want to sound like Debbie Downer. It's me for Christ's sake. You know what I mean? So like, I we'll get we'll get it done by the deadline. Like, I'm not even worried about that. It's more it focused us immediately on being like, wow, we've been doing a lot of different things. We need to do this one thing and get it done. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you know that's that's. But what we wrote for that was very on the nose, and and I'm gonna have to shorten it because we found out that that the actual runtime is gonna be shorter than we thought it was. But that one mm-hmm. hits racism right in the mouth about. You know, the, the atrocities, the genocide that was hit on native peoples. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not joking about that, not making any... I'm actually writing another horror bit right now called Tracks, which is just the same way it talks about racism back in the 30s in New York. And it, like, it just hits it hard. Like, it hits it really hard and says it. But then I wrote this other one. Um, that this, we ha- was that was was that the thing that that uh, you wanted to pitch to me and I was yeah like, the one that, the one that you're gonna say Focus. that's that's the one we have to make you know what I mean like <laughs> uh, I get I get it in any ways I can my man <laughs> <laughs> so sneaky yesterday I'm like. Listen, dude. No, we gotta focus. We gotta stay on track. And he's like, "No, I'm gonna put this out into the fucking world, you bitch." <laughs> Can't hold me down. But the other thing that I'm putting out in the world is we've talked about it, you know, many podcasts ago. It'd been like a year ago, or or we wrote this. I wrote this a long time ago when we were like in lockdown. But I wrote because I have this French window at my house. There are a million stories I write about things coming up to that window because it's just like the strangers. Like, right, you right, know, right. home invasion could happen at my house at any given time because it just looks that way. <laughs> So and it scares the yeah, shit out of Ed whenever he comes over and it's like, hey man, you see the monster? Oh like, shit! Do you remember? Do you remember the 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 disease one that you did, the short that you did? Do? I, I I do because that's the one I'm talking about. Okay, okay, <laughs> good, good, okay, good. So Ed I'm absolutely glad, loved tired. it. Ed, I'm no, tired. no, he's not tired, but he's right because we read it and 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 it was me and Ed sitting through it, being like, wow, this is really good. It's a very. It was a very yeah, simple really story. Cool. It was like you know, basically, a yeah. sick guy comes up to window, scares the no, shit. No, 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 no! Don't tell people. I think that's one we should keep in a pocket. All right, all right, mate. Do you think someone's going to steal? It's... Is someone going to steal my story? I think. I think someone would steal it. Yeah. Okay. I, like I think it's it's that good. So a guy comes up to a window. <laughs> he no- doesn't listen to and me. Nothing else happens. Nothing else happens. Okay. Steal that, bitch. Uh. <laughs> 
No, no, no. Uh, so basically, but it, that... was, it was it was okay, really good. So, but you so... wrote it like months before. You wrote it like a year before, didn't you? No, it was it during lockdown? That no, you started... I wrote it. I wrote it in the March. I was sent home from work before lockdown began. Oh, dude! Like seriously, my 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 time, my internal. No, no, clock, it's fine. But that that because that's how I write like when I wrote when I like feel something, when ago. I feel fear or something. Like I write about it, and so that's how I cope. I was saying that earlier in the podcast. That's how I cope with bad situations. I write about them. So I was yeah. freaking out, obviously, because the world was going to shit really quickly. And so I wrote this story about what would happen if if you know the sickness came out to where I am. And mm-hmm. it was creepy, and I gave it to Ed, and Ed was like, "Wow, like this is oh, really it was, good." It was so, it was so visceral. I think it was probably because, like, you know, the 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 panic hadn't started, but but like, you know, people were talking about it and this and that. Well, and, and that's what happened. So I ran it past yeah. Ed. Ed loved it, but then I ran it by my wife. My wife was like, "You can't possibly release that." Now. <laughs> and then then I ran it yeah. by like ten other people who were like, "It's just too on the nose. Like it's, it's too good, nose. Yeah, but yeah. Jesus, yeah. like." People will freak the frig exactly. out. Exactly, it's 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 the it's one to put in the pocket, and and bring it out like when enough time has gone by. Well, it, it's mean? funny with because this is the problem I have is and, and the other thing I need to start doing is start writing features, not shorts, because that's what I keep doing is I keep like I am now gonna have to make a portmanteau <laughs> right. of all the short yeah. films I <laughs> have the films that, that are good seen. that I like haven't been able to get out because because we've got to focus I on mean, other again things. though right like I mean you know we talk about the studio and getting you know, young directors and giving people opportunities and stuff. Dude, like, give it to a young director and be like, hey. That's a good point. This. So if any of you would like, hey, man, hand me your script and I'll make it. Like, if anyone wants to take the writing part of this and produce it or at least get me, you know, start moving on it on your own, by all means, drop me a line. I am not... Ed can tell you I'm not precious about my writing at all. Like, He's not. it's He's it's not. because because I'm so much better than Annoying. most people. I'm so much better than most people. I was, pe- was going to say something nice about you but now because no you i'm gonna do it 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 because you said that twice i'm not gonna say something you know why i'm I, because i'm overconfident about it and I, I don't even know if it's overconfident but the simple fact of the matter is like give me a topic and i'll write it you know what i mean like i i'm one of those people that like oh. if you can write better than me then you've earned it you know what i mean you've seriously earned it <laughs> i i mean i love the bravado i love it. <laughs> I love it. I wish I had. Well, the, the thing I don't do because of the bravado, the thing that my light writing lacks refinement. That's the problem. So what I'm very good at is obviously the idea and the concept and getting it out. For some reason, I was gifted with the ability to just run out with things very quickly. And Edge is dying over here. He's like, you are such a conceited <laughs> prick. I just thought I'm just gifted, man. I, you know, I, I'm blessed. Uh, the universe <laughs> needs me. It does, to, damn it! Right to put my art into into in the, into the ether. All right, for all right. The spirit. I'm, so- I'm sorry for being such a pretentious bitch. You know what I'm no, saying? No, dude, I love it. I love it because I don't have enough of it. It's just like, it's, I'm always like, mm, it's just because like, and I'm sure it'll happen in in my second job. In my day job, there were enough humbling moments that that's why. I, it's different now for me to say the abilities I have now versus then. But when it comes to my writing, Ed, like I still haven't hit that barrier where someone says, well, write me this. And it's like, here it is. And they're like, oh, you just wrote that. Like, yeah, I can do that. Can't you? And it's like, no, I can't. And I was like, oh, well, I can. So that's, I guess what I mean. And it sounds very pretentious. And especially on a podcast, you all are probably fucking asleep Dub- right now. Doubling down like hard on it as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just because I do think I have talent in it. You know what I mean? Like it's one of those things that I mean, is- again. Dude, I always tell you this. 
uh, and it's not like you're fronting on a podcast. This is just how you speak. This is how you are, which I appreciate uh, because, like I say, I feel like I don't have enough of it, and that gives us a good balance, I think. Well, and, and sadly, like, what does it all matter if I'm all wrong anyway? If my writing shit, none of you have to read it anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> See, and this is why I love you, dude, because even though you are sometimes pretentious, and even though sometimes you are sometimes? not humble at all, I'm being nice, because that's what I do. Even even though you also, like, you have it in you to, to, to be like, but, you know, maybe I'm wrong, which to me is more than enough like you don't have to you know well that um, that is why we be, go we, be, be less be less you know johnny bravo for me that I, that is why and we talk about this 20 year old jason wasn't <coughs> like that 30 year old 38 year old jason that's been married for 15 years and has a kid like those are the two things that did it for right. me having having yeah. a wife you guys would love my wife if you if you really do like if you really just went through that last 10 minutes like he is such a pretentious asshole like my wife would completely agree with you okay like <laughs> And she would do it to my face because that's the joke we have is like she knows I'm talented, but she's never going to tell me to my face. You know what I mean? Because she's like, your ego gets you through the door plenty without me helping you go on as well. You know what I mean? Like, yes, that's, and I'm, and I, I'm, I'm I, I find it funny. So, you know, I hope I'm, so. I hope so. Because, I, I, because, I love it in you. because, you know, as much as I'm bravado now, the conversation last night was like, Ed, shit, we're going to make it right. We're going to be all right. Right. Like, <laughs> You're the guy well, who knows this shit. I don't know this shit. You know this shit. That's that's the funny thing, is that I, I've I've seen you and I know your face when you're like shit. Can we do this? Is and, this it, and it was and it was last night. That was a, like a shit. Can we do this? Right. That, that was that. There was a moment where I had to be like, don't worry, dude. It's okay. We're, we're, yeah, we're, we're, we've got this. And then like seriously, like two set about two seconds it took you to be like, you know what? Yeah, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. We're gonna do it. Like I'm gonna have this shit. And I'm gonna plonk it on the table. I'm turning like just I'm turning so red right now laughing. Turd. And I'm gonna say, Look at my big shit. Uh, and yeah, like took two seconds. And see, then Ed says something like, like yeah, but it's not going to look like shit at all. It'll be beautiful because it'll be ours. We don't beautiful, produce anything that beautiful shit. Beautiful. We only produce. No, it's not going to be a turn at all. <laughs> <laughs> this is it, man. This is why. This it's going to be six, your... six minutes. It's going to take you out of your body, make you feel what the natives felt, and then come back and hope those bastards died even I'm worse excited. death I'm, than before. I'm, I'm, I'll be honest with you. Like, I'm super excited for it. I'm glad that this, uh, you know, just a little insight into the studio like we 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 were gearing up for for a film um as soon as we could out of the june yeah we were looking we were looking june we were doing pre-production for it for june yeah and um you know then this kind of comes back up um and yeah i was super excited man i was super excited when you sent it to me i was excited to see how excited you were as well when we spoke and um i think it's i think it's gonna be great cool i do that's too. my salient point <laughs> i'm tired dude i've been out seriously dude it's so weird like just going out and being in the world and coming back and being like oh my god i've got like i gotta do that every day like you know <laughs> like in a week or so fuck how is that gonna happen no um but no, look, it's it's all good. Like I think there's you know, silver lining, uh, light at the end of the tunnel, all those beautiful cliches. 
Um, all we need to do so is get you with a camera again, mate. You'll be fine. Like, and, and I'm the same way. Like, we'll be bitching about how hard life is and everything is, and then we'll get on set and be like, okay, that's better. Oh, yes. That's better. There you go. We'll that's create better. something. So that's why Ed's excited because what we really miss is being on set. Like, we haven't. Yeah. Our buddy Richard Roantree just did. I, I, I was like, I was so happy because we we helped fund part of his film, but I was so happy to see the pictures. But also, like, can we come next time, please? <laughs> please, please. I just want to be in the background. I don't care. Please, Boris Johnson. Please. Exactly. I just want to be on yeah. set again because I no, miss no. it. It, you know it know was. What I mean? like, it was. Yeah. Like I, the last time I was on set, I think was, was for uh, for for. I want to say Emily, but it wasn't Emily. It was um. Her name's not Emily. It's um. Oh, was your friend that we did D and D with? Um, yes, uh, Will and uh, his lovely wife. Who you're, forget- you're, you're forgetting? Super talented. Don't do that to me. I've forgotten a <laughs> name, and you're calling me out. What's wrong with you? Um, I want to say Ju Young. It's probably not. Ju-Yang. I'm so sorry, sweetie. I love your work. She's a super talented director. She she got she was commissioned by the BBC. <laughs> And she asked me if I would do sound for her, and I said yes. And I can't remember. And how many name. how many days did you do sound on that without remembering her name? Two days. I went all the way down to fucking like Arsene and like like Cornwall or something like that. Um, Exeter. That's where I went to Exeter. Um, and it was lovely. All right. Well, I'm very sorry, Hyunju, that he can't remember your name. Oh, I remembered your God. name, and I just didn't tell you, him. Look, everyone heard you typing. Everyone heard you typing in your fucking Gmail. <laughs> uh, like you probably typed D and D or or Will because I remembered Will's name, and I'm a terrible human being. Hyunju, is it Hyunju? Is it Hyunju? <laughs> Just tell me, is it Hyunju? It is Hyunju. Yeah, it's Hyunju. Okay. okay. You Hyunju, went and worked for sweetie. Hyunju. Hyunju. Um, I love you so much. Just to give I'm you, sending, I'm sending this podcast to her just so I should she hope so. The whole way no, through, and and and, and then the last you know, moment. always on our radar. We try to shout out to our friends who are on the watch. So Hyunju yes. is is a very good director, she's and she is yeah. currently is it London Met? Is that where she's going? Yeah, she got a scholarship. Scholarship. The there. Met Film. The Met Film School. Yeah. Also an excellent D&D player. We had a lot of fun with you that night on, on, on that time. Yes, with she's nuts, dude. Absolutely like, crazy. Good fun. But, yeah. you know, it's it's more of kind of our network and kind of how we work things. And that was a good set for Fred. The, the, the only sad thing was, the thing I was laughing about this, and this is just me giving you your comeuppance, because mm. I desperately wanted to go on that set. And Ed didn't even think about it until like, he came back. You didn't even say any- I know. No, he dude, came I'm back sorry. and I was like, so did they have I'm any extra sorry. parts? And it was like, oh, you wanted to come? I was like, yeah. See the problem. Dude. The problem is, I'm I'm, I'm like the married guy with a job, so it's always like if he can get time right. off. It means it means that you have to like put a lot of ducks in a row. But I should have just asked. No, no, and I'm not really. You know, I don't really mind. It, it is something like again, if you are considering hiring us, like please don't let my my family or my other job get in the way. Like I do regularly get on set for things when I can. I can make the time. That's that's to, kind of to, part to, of what's to, going to be, on right to now. To be fair, this was. I think you'd shot dandelions and you'd entered it as like the one minute, but I think you hadn't quite done the five minute. Is that right? Like yes. when, when this happened? Yes. And, and I think that you, I think that's when you really kind of got the bug of like, oh shit, like being on set. This yeah. Is, no, so, is... so definitely, definitely like, you know, it was, 
when I realized post-production could be so much fun, you know what I mean? Mm. It was like, it was just, now it's the need to kind of have everything together and being just that different kind of producer. So that's, you know, maybe I'll close on that because we're at, a, at, a, at an hour 18 and I think we've had a good laugh for the last, you know, 20 minutes of it. So that's your after hour <laughs> shit. But, Hyunju, 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 listen to me, Hyunju. I'm sorry. You're not Ju Young, you're Hyunju. There I'm you sorry. Luna. Go. Luna, everyone, you need to watch the short film, Luna, when it comes out on the BBC. And Hyunju, don't, don't feel bad either. If you listen to our podcast, the amount of names that we never remember just from everyone. Or get wrong. Or just get wrong. wrong. There's an entire podcast that you can laugh through because we literally can't remember anybody's name from the movie we just watched. <laughs> yeah. And we're literally like, you remember that guy? He was in that thing doing that thing. You remember the guy? And then it literally yeah. just went on for so long. I listened to it. There's, like, always, there's, always, there's always a bit of a pause. When when we before we say a name because both of us are like looking up the page <laughs> that we that we have like you know uh, set up but you know I mean she's a friend and uh, like I say she's super talented but but talking um, about talking a bit about the bug that that, <coughs> that 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 Ed was talking about like there are different levels of producers so if you're one of your indie filmmaker types listen to this and you put on this show because you want to learn more about indie filmmaking which I apologize we went through MCU a lot but again. I still believe a lot of this stuff is highly relevant to an independent film filmmaker, but you have to kind of choose your level of involvement. Like if you don't have much time and you just want to dip a toe, you could still be a producer. You can still help find funding for films. You can still help promote films. Like that's the kind of the highest level of stuff that I've ever done. Sometimes just helping with organization and getting some emails together for people. Like that's like the bare minimum you can kind of do. You can also mm. jump in whole hawk, and that's more of what I do now. So I started as a producer mm -hmm. three or four years ago that really just did what people asked me to do. You know, I worked with Katie Bonham, and she would tell me I need these couple things done. What do you think about this? And she'd bounce ideas off me was the other thing, um, and a couple other people at that time. And it was really as they needed. You know what I mean? Then I started yeah. working with Michael on his projects, and so that was kind of the first time we worked on something beginning to end with shredders mm -hmm. and now it's become that like we're full service like i just you know i didn't mm -hmm. understand that i could write something and then make it and now i do mm -hmm. so that's the difference but all of those are filmmakers like all of those people in film so you know don't feel i guess what i'm trying to say is some people feel like they have to be doing everything to be a filmmaker like you don't like, you absolutely right, right. don't do right. what you can i do all learn, of this because learn, i'm like, and learn by doing that's that's where you're going to discover what it is that you enjoy the most you know you might go in thinking oh i want to be a director but actually what you want to be is a director of photography you know like it's 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 about the image for you rather than the stress of managing schedules and, and, and yeah and no, like and, that, and it's know? interesting because it it'll, it'll like for me it has a lot of different like there's a lot of different factors to it so i love editing right but i i don't mm. actually like editing like I would love editing to be my film job. So if anybody's looking yeah. to hire an editor, like and I have done some, like that's what I mean. Like if I was paid to do it, I would love it. When I'm not paid to do it, it's the hardest thing because it takes mm. so much time. It can be, it can be soul destroying. I mean, I've talked about on this podcast ad nauseum about my distaste for editing. Well, it's, and it's 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 funny because it's not it's not a distaste. It's not, like you, I enjoy it. Like I, I when it's fun, it's a lot of fun. It's just when it's not. Well, and it's it really and it, it, it problems you always hear about with me is when things take, you know, time is the factor with that. And time clashes in my life. Time then clashes with money, right? Because at my day job, like I have a rate of like $150 an hour. You know what I mean? If not mm. more, like I'm expensive right, right, right. and I've worked yeah. for that. You know what I mean? That's what you earn after you spend the years You've kind of slogging it about. Like years, luckily yeah. a lot of my clients get a big discount on that because they've been with me a long time. But 
Do you know what I mean? Like it, that's that's what I said. So if I sit on something for editing for like eight hours, like you yeah, have to understand how much you, it's a lot of money. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? And it's like, <laughs> yeah. wow. Like if I'm yeah. not getting paid to do this, then then I'm not sure I've got that kind of time because again, but everything I, has to be. Yeah, I, I think I think when it's something that you're passionate about, you know, and 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 you know, you're you're learning. I think it expands your horizons as well as as a as a director as a producer. You know, it 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 allows you to you know, see things uh, like an editor, which I think is super important. Right. I guess my point is, like, I would do a lot more of it if I was paid. You know what yeah, I mean? I exactly. do it when I can do it now. I usually now pawn the editing jobs off to um, another editor that we know or someone else that's willing to do it if I can because I just never have the time. But filming, oh, like, I always yeah. have my camera with me somewhere because that's something you can do anytime you want. So if I'm walking in the forest, it's like, let's snap some things to this because I don't know where I'll use it later on. Some, some, I think some people are just, like, wired. It's, it's kind of... You know, and I think one of the reasons why you could see it being something that you enjoy is because it is similar to programming. You know, it's oh, very much so. Yeah, sitting, yeah, sitting yeah. So for a long time, like like getting deep into something, getting it just right. You know, well, in the concept of editing, clawing a story out of something like that's so much fun. Like it can be. You know, it's why it's why it's why I ultimately felt really upset about like Prisoner Eight Seven, and we've talked to another another editor is going to help us with this at some point. And it'll be pushed back now because we have to do that. We have this other thing to work on. But the problem I was talking to that editor about is I couldn't pull the story from the footage I had. Like, and I was really upset about it because Ed had a story there. I just couldn't pull it. Like, I couldn't mm. find it. And so that's why I was like, I need you to find it because it's not coming up when I'm looking for it. And to be quite honest, it might not be there. Like, uh, this is just, you know, being honest. Um, uh, I think that a good editor can save a film, but sometimes there's no saving a film. <laughs> Oh, that's this Eddie Eddie not being confident on eight one seven. I'm sure there's a film there. I can feel it. Like I can smell it. You know what I mean? I can, you can smell it. I can smell it. But it's just a matter of getting it out there, and that's why, like I said, and that's I guess the reason I'm talking about all of this is that's part of our journey. I hope it's part of yours. Like find what you like doing, but don't be afraid to give things to other people. Don't be afraid to work in teams. Like this is all a journey. You don't stop and say, okay, I'm an editor now. Now all I do is editing or you don't stop and say, I think so. Yeah. You I have think, to like, kind I, of adjust as, as you go along. And if you do that, I mean, we've had, you know, great success in the, in the, the three, four years that we've been running, you know, to a different degree, we continue to be on the rise and we're happy about that because we get to do every day the things we like doing. And Ed gets to take a nap. Amen. Sorry, I'm 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 fading. All I'm right, fading. at an hour twenty-five with Ed hour having been at the store that's all not day. Bad. That's not bad. A lot, a lot of bullshit. I didn't think I didn't. <laughs> a lot of bullshit. A lot of bands at the end there. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Eric, hope you like that bit. That way, if you listen to the whole Winter yeah. Soldier thing, you fucking hated us because you were like that movie. That wasn't what I wanted to watch, but you coaxed me into it. Now I'm mad at you. You at least got twenty minutes of our jokes. So there you go. Yes, and uh, Hyunju, uh, Nuna. I'm sure that's wrong. That means older sister. But Hyunjua, Mianeyo. That means I'm sorry because I forgot your name. But are you are you explaining that to Hyunju who speaks Korean? No, I'm explaining it to the to the. Yes, I'm mansplaining to a Korean lady. I just I just want to try to dog you a little bit more because it's fun. You're so horrible to me when I'm tired. I know. Tell you that. I know. Love hurts. <laughs> oh, I love it. 
All right, I will stop being an abusive shit and get off this show now. Thank you all so much for listening to our crazy rant, which went a little longer today, but hope you enjoy that. A little bit of extra fun from the studio because you're with us right now. But please catch us next time. Eventually, we're going to be getting the great Sophie Menzer, who is on the rise as well. Man, she's got yes. Rain Dance. She's got Can. She's got, I think it was Pinewood Studios' first film person. I need to talk to her about this. This She she directed and, uh, and acted. And at poem that one of our friends wrote it, something she knew wrote. So we'd love to get her on the show. Hopefully I can hit her up this week and see if we can get her on for next week. If not, we will have another fun okay, indie man. film for you, but I haven't decided what it will be. But please yeah, let's 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 go indie because we've been hitting the, the, the main. Oh, we're done with MCU for now. We're done with MCU for now. So that was it, guys. Thank you for letting me kind of get that all out of my system. It's very much a part of my journey as a filmmaker and as a film fan, to be honest. And so thank you all for, for joining us for that. But we will be moving back into heavier indie screams with some interviews and some indie films in the next couple weeks. So that's all for me. Bye-bye. I'll leave Ed to, to, to sound you out if he's got anything else to say. Uh, nothing to add other than um, I love you. I'm talking to you, Jason, and I love you. I'm talking to you, listeners. And, uh, you know, don't... Here's some advice from Uncle Eddie, uh, which is what uh, Jason's daughter Catherine calls me. No, Uncle Ed, which, uh, you know, that's fine. I call you Uncle Eddie. (laughs) You do, yeah. It's not weird. It's not weird. We're we're comfortable. Um, (laughs) Some advice from Uncle Eddie. Uh, You know, uh, make sure you bathe before you head out uh and you know d- don't be freaked out if you struggle just being around people and being out in the world i was like staring out the window at sheep on my way to work and it was like i'd never seen sheep before man <laughs> i swear to god man I, i'm talking eric's eric's talking right and, and we're talking about uh fucking D and i'm just like wow sheep Oh my god. It's so weird. <laughs> but that's 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 the weird thing that I'm going to end on because why not? Bye-bye.